0: Welcome to Intro to Wakandan Studies, or as I like to call it, the Road to Wakanda. This is a carefree black nerd classroom in which the Road to Wakanda is intended to introduce students to the content and contours of Wakandan Studies, including its genealogy, development, and future challenges. I'm your professor, Rain Coleman, and in this session, we will be joined by another amazing guest professor, Professor T. Marie. She has um, seen the film and uh, has a few thoughts and opinions on it, and I think has some insight and a different look at things that I would like for the class to listen, to take in, for her to pour into you, and you let us know how you feel about it during the course of the session. Uh, Now for those of you studying abroad and at home, be sure to use the hashtag RTWBOT when listening to this session as live tweeting will be 50% of your grade. All right, class, uh, today in the road to Wakanda we have a very special guest lecturer, a guest professor to come in and speak to you guys about this film. Uh, Her name is Professor T. Marie, how are you doing ma'am? Hello, good evening. (laughs) Yes, class, for those of you out there, go ahead and uh, write into the memo, the uh, SoundCloud comments, and let us know how you're feeling about the movie. But we're about to dive into some thought provoking conversation about the film. Um, Now, yeah, so Black Panther, we've seen it. The class has seen it. Everybody out there has seen the movie. Um, How do you feel? This this being a, a black woman. Seeing Black Panther, any initial thoughts? Any, um, I don't know, things that, that stuck out to you good, bad, indifferent, whatever. How are you feeling about this movie?
1: I feel like this movie, on a whole, was so needed with everything that we've gone through in the last 365 plus days. Um, since you know, our favorite president has left us Mm -hmm. I feel like this movie was almost like a a, a something it was the one thing that we had to look forward to Mm -hmm. and I feel like it delivered on it delivered and then some and anybody who you know hasn't seen it or you know doesn't see the significance I I would I would suggest that they see it And see it again
0: in that order. Again, I'm very happy. Thank you for coming on today. I'm very happy to have you, another voice. Thank you. I'm glad to to be here. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Starting with the beginning, we'll go with the first act, but kind of more importantly, that first um, story. That how did you feel about the story of Wakanda? The way it was presented, like, did it was it black and white? Was it unclear to you? Like how the how was that for you how did you receive that
1: um i received it in a way of i loved the visual as if like welcome like the welcome to wakanda that you got from that very first scene where um lord i don't want to mispronounce her name and i don't want to just call her Michonne, but Akoya. um what is it Akoya. yes <laughs> Akoya. right. Because I was about to say, I'm about to call her Michonne like 88 times. So you got to. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so that original scene where you see like the ship being flown into Wakanda and you yes. just see the hills and you see the water and you see the greenery and just everything just was so visually beautiful mm-hmm. was like. Something that you've never seen before I I read somewhere That it was like if What is it the fifth element Like if fifth element met Coming to America and I could not have Described it any better than that Because that was legitimately what you saw Like when they were walking the different You know scenes where they were walking through Wakanda Like in little marketplaces And everything from the Royal family or the families Mm -hmm. That gathered, you just see like such an amazing array of futuristic, afro. Well, I guess you could c- coin it Afrofuturism, yes, in a sense. And it just was like so. As a design, like a fellow designer, like I, my eyes danced yeah. the entire time at the costumes, the set designs, everything. So it just was a great way to first see Wakanda because a lot of times, you know, you hear about it, but there was never a picture to a place.
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
1: So, yeah, I just feel like um, with being introduced to it, like I said, like I'm not I'm not really uh, familiar with the comics. But my first impressions is like, okay, um, okay, (laughs) Google, when is the next flight? Because I need to go. Like my bags.
0: And that's and that's a really good thing. I think that's a testament to how great of a director that Ryan Coogler is. Because um, it, to me, the beginning was very much, and I've said this before, in the vein of a Star Wars film when you got that rolling screen in the beginning that, you know...
1: All lasted. those words that nobody right. could
0: read. Right, and this was like a better version of that. Like, I feel as if someone coming off the street who doesn't know about comics, they're gonna get everything they need in that first bit, and that's all you needed. You didn't need to know mm-hmm. the, the, the one-off shit about them, like how T'Challa has in the comics a white adopted brother. That wasn't important for the story. It didn't take away from the story either, so you don't need to know that. If they do that shit later, then they can work that in. So I feel like they did a really good job with presenting Wakanda to the general population in a very concise way, because I don't think that beginning speech or that story about Wakanda took longer than maybe three or four minutes. Like, Oh yeah, it definitely beginning. did. So kudos did. to them. Um, now though we're doing it in, in Acts or beginning, middle, end, or whatever, that first scene with Sterling K. Brown and uh, Little Forrest Whitaker, I do not know that boy's name, forgive me. when he oh, was when opening, in the apartment? Yes. Okay, yeah. I need your thoughts on that. I need you to tell me what What did you, how did you receive that scene? Because I already, I know I feel, but I want to know.
1: um, <laughs> I was confused a little bit because I, it wasn't what I was expecting off mm-hmm. rip. So it took my mind time to adjust to, okay, so now this is definitely some, you know, flashback scene because I think Mm -hmm. it's set in, like, 1992 or something. Mm -hmm. And so basically, like, okay, so these are super militant brothers. They got all the guns, and clearly they're about to plan some kind of revolution. (laughs) Okay, so what's going on? And I had to try to think, like, well, what was going on back then in 92?
0: Yeah.
1: And, And what could they possibly be fighting against? But then by the time I thought that, Ball-headed chicks with the spears showed
0: up,
1: <laughs> and and that was and just the way that Sterling Kane Brown responded mm-hmm. to his boy telling him like it's some ball-headed chicks with spears, and he was like, uh, they not finna knock again. Like, right, you better right. open that door, <laughs> not now, but right now. Yeah. So, just even being introduced to them mm-hmm. in that manner, like, oh, mm-hmm. these women mean business. To right, where they right. knock once, that's it. So, <laughs> like. And that whole thing, and then watching that story unfold with yeah. finding out that the other, his sidekick, I guess, was also Wakanda. Yes. Or that reveal was a lot to me. I was yes. like, oh snap. Definitely. What's about to All the way. Because I was yes. like, oh, like, because he played super stupid. Like, yes. When the, Black, when the original uh, T'Chaka, when he was yeah. there. Yeah. And he plays super stupid, like, yo, who is this? What is going on? Da-da-da-da. And then all of a sudden, he like, you pan back to him. And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way. Yeah, and flip flips his lip down. Yeah. I was like,
0: "Wait." Yes. Okay.
1: He was like, yeah, you're not the only spy. I was like, oh, so y'all are for real with this.
0: Black ass Game of Thrones, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Word. That
1: is a fact. This That is a fact.
0: That oh is a that shit. And one thing I loved and this is I don't have no tattoos, but when I saw this movie, I said, "I'm going to give me a neon blue word on my bottom lip." I'm not for real, but <laughs> I was like, "Let me get what kind of like that that shit." <laughs> I can't front.
1: I'm laughing because I thought the same thing. Like, I wonder how cuz I have tattoos, but um, I was like, I wonder how
0: much that would hurt. Yes. I need to oh, know. No. How did they do it? So I can emulate that for Halloween or shit for Fourth of July, Halloween, my birthday, Saint Patrick's Day, all day. Right. any holiday. Shoot! Oh my god! So I really like that the relationship that they had, their physical bodies with vibranium, um, with the like tattooing the inner lip, with the way they responded to like technology and shit, mainly because of Shuri. Uh, what is your idea of? well trying to take it piece by piece we know that they're advanced um, we know that yes. they got spaceships and shit now coming right off of this scene where Sterling K. Brown and young uh, Forrest Whitaker going at it and seeing young Killmonger watch these damn lights in the sky knowing that some sh- something ain't right I guess what it- <clears throat> do you feel that Killmonger was justified I know this is pretty early for that question but Looking at him as a kid, knowing what happened with his father, and seeing this damn spaceship fly away, do you feel like there's something there? Like Killmonger, did what? Well, did he have a few valid points?
1: <laughs> um, I think his entire existence was valid. I just mm-hmm. feel like his approach was wrong. Okay, like there's nothing wrong with being upset that Wakanda did not help you know, the brothers and sisters across the world that were mm. facing oppression. Like, there's nothing wrong with him being upset at that mm-hmm. because he had to see it firsthand. Right, to right. be a kid, you know what I mean? To see your Pops got mm-hmm. die- murdered, pretty much. To see whatever what was going on in, you know, your life in Oakland. Mm-hmm. To hear about stuff on the news. Because, listen, you know, the oppression of black peoples all over the world is nothing that any black child is, is ignorant to. Right, right. So... His entire being of, I'm going to make my way home, I'm going to, you know, I know what my lineage is, I know I have a claim to the mm-hmm. throne, I know that my uncle just died, so I know that this is the time for me to get back and get in there so that I can help my people, mm-hmm. yes, I'm all for that. What I wasn't here for was his, uh, his vent like, his air of vengeance, yeah. like, just... To, he, I feel like he was more blinded by vengeance than anything. Yeah. Because that, that came from him wanting to burn, you know, the, heart, the heart-shaped the heart plant.
0: Yes. Which I
1: was like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, yes. why are you mad? <laughs> like, I don't... What do you mean? Like, you think you're never going to die? Like, That's, there's never going to oh, be... <laughs> that
0: was my... I promised you I wanted to scream at the screen. Like, nigga, you will die. Like, you might have a kid who could... Like, yeah. Right, like, yeah. did you not think that it was like what you thought she was going to be the
1: king forever? Oh. And then now how are they going to do that? Like, if they killed all of the plants and the last one that they smuggled, they gave it to to T'Ch- T'Challa, how do they then re?
0: I guess it'll movie re- magic. I, they'll probably well, well, okay. Well, I'll say this: in the comics, <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but in the comics, because that meteor that hit the Earth that in few like. Went into the soil and shit. The heart-shaped herb in this movie, it felt like they were confining it to that one space. But there's almost like a forest of it, or like a poppy field of it, or whatnot, like in the comics. So there's, there can they can play around with a little movie magic and say that, well, you know, there was some more over here on this side of the world. But I don't. Much like you, and I think everybody else. How can you do that? There's no like that's a loose scene that you're gonna have to really convince me, or really just be like, okay, we made more and that's it. And
1: and then not only that, like I never, I didn't, I guess that scene was necessary only because they took that one last,
0: yeah, you know, yeah. piece,
1: yeah, and it had to make it to. T'Challa I think that was the only reason why that because a part of me wanted to feel like well maybe the whole thing didn't burn down or maybe it was just a part of it because they never did pan back to that specific area Mm -hmm. of the the, you know the empire or the castle or whatever it is that they live in Mm -hmm. so I okay so maybe I'll just put that part out of my mind for now and I won't let it upset (laughs) me but it did make me raise an eyebrow like okay he's crazy.
0: Yeah, then he
1: wanted to take, the, you know. Then he wanted to take the weapons of Wakanda and distribute them against, you know, to the world, yeah. so that the, you know, disenfranchised black peoples mm-hmm. all over could then, you know, reconquer whatever lands mm-hmm. that they were inhabiting. Mm-hmm. But then now, what do you do to keep somebody yes. from
0: overgo, you yes. know, overstepping yes. Yes, their boundaries no it's
1: yes. is like okay yeah so now we took back So like say if we went to a Caribbean country Or we went to a South American country Or mm-hmm. to even many African countries They mm-hmm. now have these weapons They now conquer their conquerors Okay now then what they gonna turn the weapons back in How you gonna collect them back right, How right, do you right. stop them from selling them mm-hmm. how do you, you know what I mean So it, it, His idea on how he wanted to Fix things so to speak mm-hmm. Or right the wrongs mm-hmm. of the elders it wasn't well thought out. It was Not fueled by rage. And yes, I feel yeah. like I'm glad I'm sad. He died, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm glad that it wasn't allowed to come to fruition. Cause yeah. that would have been
0: horrible. And you know, I, I feel as if he could have, I get that. He's kind of stunted in this adolescence with his vengeance. Cause like your whole life, like you said, I, I, I've, prepared my whole life for this So your whole life has been preparation to take back the throne that this trauma that you had as a kid i get Uh that. but i feel as if and maybe this is me thinking too much but they could have taken the extra step to have him have a better plan a better way of executing his plan because you can be a tyrant and a dirty motherfucker and still run a tight ship like like you right said, just throwing out weapons all across the world you don't even know who these like secret agents are who work for wakanda or the people who are like oppressed like yes there are people say oppressed in china you don't know them personally so you don't know what the hell they're gonna do you know it's just, right yeah it <clears throat> they could just be they could be as mad as you are and decide to just murder everybody like, like yeah yeah, and he had training and not to not to say he's better than anyone else, but he had formal training. He was in Iraq. He was trained to for combat. You get the hands just think of little kids in any major city or any city anywhere, but any major city who might get a hold of a gun. And by accident, uh-huh. shoot somebody. Or by uh-huh. gang violence, shoot somebody. Or by just, hell trying to shoot a squirrel out the tree, shoot somebody. Put these superpowered uh-huh. <laughs> vibranium weapons.
1: Exactly. These these guns will be clearing whole city blocks. Oh,
0: look, <laughs> Whole city
1: this. blocks. You... <laughs> Nah. And then, and then, and then to distribute. Like there was a plan to distribute the weapons, but there was no clear plan of training. There was mm-hmm. no clear plan of keep you know accountability. There was mm-hmm. nothing. It was just get these weapons to these places.
0: We gonna mm-hmm. send out
1: these five ships, and they just gonna drop these holes out the
0: sky. Right, right, right. And that's gonna be it. It it was frustrating because I felt like with him and Nakia, they had maybe the same or similar goals but we're going about it two entirely different ways. And if he had of just kind of submitted somewhat, I feel like him, T'Challa, and Nakia could have came up with a plan that was better than just killing every goddamn thing. Like he, ah, Nakia just, I feel like she was the one who had the best idea. And I'm, I'm just, I don't know what else to say.
1: I mean, as far as, like, them implementing her plan towards the end with, like, wanting to do the outreach and wanting to do the, you know, help others. Because, mm-hmm. like, it even took my mind some time to wrap around what she was doing when she mm-hmm. was in the back of that caravan right. with all of the other women. Mm-hmm. Um it took me a minute to understand like what was going on in there. Mm-hmm. So apparently I'm guessing like those women were in the process of being kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so her job was to go in infiltrate. And then she was going to, at some point figure out how to get them yeah. to freedom. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that T'Challa jumped in, you know, while they were in route mm-hmm. Um even that, where she's like, you know, she doesn't want to be in the Queen's Guard, she wants to continue to be a spy and work her operative, you know, assignments and Mm -hmm. all of that, like, Mm -hmm. it just made me wonder, like, what else was she involved in? So for her to have existed and be doing these missions, how is it that, you know, um, Michael B. Jordan's character, um, Mm -hmm. I I don't know what his Wakanda name is, but I saw it, but I can't remember what it is. But um, Yeah, like, Mm It's really long, (laughs) but yeah, like if he didn't, if again, if he wasn't blinded by rage and had he come into the fold and said, "Okay, yes, I'm part of the of this family," Mm -hmm. what's up? You know what I mean? Like, had he come in trying to be a part of instead of take over, I feel Mm -hmm. like they could have. It could have gone a completely different way.
0: Absolutely.
1: And I would have yeah. really looked forward. That's why I'm sad he died. Because it could have it could have worked.
0: Now, the only thing have with him dying, cousin,
1: though,
0: in the... He I'm, I'm about 55, 60% sure he's coming back to life. In the comics, he's known for dying and coming back to life. Like, at least 12 times this has happened. And that's like, a, Are you yes, like that's a part of his character. Like, it's one thing for like Wolverine to die and then they bring him back to like this nigga. This like he explicitly has a cult that resurrects him when he dies. So that's why I'm thinking like I'm I'm hoping that they keep him dead for Infinity War, but then bring him back for Black Panther too. Like I I want because I feel like that'd be a shock to the regular person who just who doesn't know that bit of history about him.
1: Mm, I mean, cause I mean, but then again, I guess it could be looked at the same way as like T'Challa dying, cause like when he died mm-hmm. or fell off the, well, not really died, but when he fell off the edge of the waterfall, mm-hmm. like a part of me screamed, like, so nobody gonna go check for him, like, <laughs> nobody gonna go down there, like, they just, oh, he fell off, so that's that's it, like, yeah, yes. nobody gonna check for him, yes. like, they not gonna send no search party, no Listen. nothing.
0: That's what I was like. Yeah, I had the same thought. You're like somebody can go down and we can, we can lose oh, two right. people. <laughs> right. Like you can't see the mission. Like, look,
1: but yeah, him being found, um, funny enough by the person who he saved. I think that that was a great way to, you know, bring that story full circle yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the leader of the Jabari, uh, Mbaku. tribe, yeah. I feel Right. So I feel like the fact that, you know, with their fight in the beginning Mm -hmm. and how T'Challa really felt like, you know, just submit, like, you're not going to win. I don't Mm want to embarrass you. I definitely don't want to kill you. Mm -hmm. Like, just tap. We can end this. You you know, you gave it a good, you know, college try, but (laughs) (laughs) let's wrap this up, please. And the fact that he was able to not take that personally, Mm -hmm. but still try to help him. Granted, you found him and you kept him on ice, but you ain't send nobody to come tell us that y'all found him. So nobody. what was y'all planning on doing
0: with him? Right, right. I,
1: like, I, what you was going to do, just let him sit there frozen? Like, what was going to happen? Forever. Hold him for ransom?
0: Like- Listen, because I, yeah, that was odd, uh, too. Because, and you know, the thing is, right before it was revealed that T'Challa was there, I, like, literally a second before, I was like, oh, shit, he got his body. Like, it clicked. I said, that's the only thing that makes sense is that this nigga got his body. But once I saw him, I'm watching these women, although they're in a uh, situation of distress, work together to, one, revive this nigga, to escape the city, to come up with a plan to get rid of Margaret like to see these women taking the forefront and being the kind of central characters for a time in this movie, which the whole movie, to be honest, every part of this movie is affected by a woman and her talents, period. Amen. Like, there is not one part of this movie, even or.
1: On... No, you said it right the first yeah. time.
0: Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be diplomatic, but that is the case. Like, every part of the movie is affected by a woman. I'm thinking even when... And, a different, and
1: that's the thing, and it's a different version of the black... Well, not even a different version, because I feel like... As a black woman, like, each of those women, I see myself in. Mm -hmm, I see mm -hmm. myself in Queen Mother with the matronly, you know, the reality, the, you know, wanting to support your son, but wanting him to you know, fight and be a man Mm -hmm. and the, you know, having her daughter, like, in Shuri, I see myself in her being a tech nerd myself, like the gadgets <laughs> and the tinkering that she does and the yeah. playfulness of joking with her big brother. Mm-hmm. I see myself in, you know, I was about to call her Michonne again. A <laughs> Koye. <laughs> <Akoye. laughs> I see myself in her and that I don't play that, like... That strong you know, that strong you know, I'ma put this dress on, but you know, when That's the push comes to show, I'ma i I'm am I'm i am tear yeah. this wig off and turn yeah. it up. Like, I, up. I, I I see myself in each and every one of these women, and I feel like it is because each and one, each one of these women why T'Challa is the man that he is because Absolutely. he has each of these women in his corner it allows him to be the diplomat it allows him to be the super superhero it allows yeah. him to be you know the caring and understanding person who yeah. didn't want to murder yeah. you know what I mean like it just all, oh, all of these oh, women contribute oh, to the amazing person that he is right, right,
0: right.
1: as a whole and that yeah, is just the most beautiful thing that I can see in this day and age right now like it's yeah.
0: it's it's oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no i feel you i feel, I feel you because if i felt empowered watching them i can only imagine with a little girl specifically black little girls but just like a little asian a little white girl a mexican girl just a little girl specifically a black girl seeing these brown women on screen just yes. them doing shit. And the shit that they're doing would usually be reserved for a white man in an action film. A white guy who would give you your tech. A white man who would give the orders. A white man who would go against the, uh, the establishment. Like, these are roles that black women, they excelled in in this movie. And it was effortless. And
1: <sighs> not only that, it's just the fact that they didn't have to look anywhere outside of themselves mm-hmm. for the answer. Mm-hmm. None of these women had to look outside of themselves for what they needed in that moment. Because right, right, right. even the my favorite scene in the entire movie <laughs> okay. is when Okoye and what's her man's name? Wakabi?
0: Oh, yeah, Wakabi.
1: When she draws her spear on him, <laughs> as they're fighting, as they're going at it, as you know... The Dora Milaje and whatever his tribe is called. I forgot.
0: Something no, I forgot. <laughs>
1: but as they're beefing and having it out, mm-hmm. I see them two face up. And the first thing that came to mind was like, wait a minute, ain't that man? <laughs> and I was like, oh, snap, what's about to happen? So she, you know, they're about to fight. And he says something to her. And he's like, would you kill me? And she draws her spear and looks this man dead in his face (laughs) and says, if it's for Wakanda, you know it's going down. Look. (laughs) And in that moment, that man said, I know my woman. I know what she is capable of. Yes. I know what this means to her. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to take this knee real quick (laughs) because I don't want no problems. And clearly she knows something that I don't.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And in that moment, when they were able to see him clearly take a knee and Mm -hmm. then everything seems to, like, dissipate and clear, Mm -hmm. that moment in itself spoke so much volume to me because I feel like, especially in an era of, you know, we want to big up Black love and we want to big up, you know, the strength of Black families and all of that, I feel like that was a moment that a lot of Black men needed to see Mm -hmm. as far as there is nothing Wrong with in a moment where you might not have all the answers, mm-hmm. but if you have a strong black woman whose perspective and whose you know outlook on stuff you respect, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there is nothing wrong with conceding in that moment to your Absolutely. woman. We've seen it with voting here in real life. Mm-hmm. We've seen it where just in everything like where black women are constantly saying like listen we would not steer you wrong Mm -hmm. we will not force we will not purposely steer you wrong in any sense way shape or fashion Mm -hmm. if we are telling you something it is for the good of not just you but for everyone Mm -hmm. and i feel like that moment in itself as small as it may be spoke to me yes. spoke to my younger cousin who was with me mm-hmm. spoke to my playbay who was with me <laughs> spoke to everyone in the room because it just it was just such a powerful moment to That's see amazing. that like him completely like drop his to see a man drop his weapon in mm-hmm. a not because he was held not because he was forced to submit right. but simply because this woman's determination and this woman's sense of this is what's right was so much stronger than Mm -hmm. what he felt he could believe in Mm -hmm. turning to her in that moment was the best thing he could have ever done as we see
0: absolutely yes yes and Brian must have knew a little bit of that himself because that again like you said that moment sent waves throughout the the film itself but then I think people who I watched it with it was dark so I don't know who I was around but you could feel this calm kind of fall over the theater because it was up until that moment it was nothing but intense excitement. Like battling, uh fighting, yelling, hollering and screaming and that moment right there. There are a lot of moments, not necessarily like that, but moments in the film that make you think. And like you said, that being one of which is like it's okay to submit or to at least take a knee. Right. Everything, can't be right. Right. She wasn't trying to belittle
1: him. She wasn't trying to overstep him. She wasn't trying to flex on him or Mm -hmm. to try to say, like, I'm a better warrior than you or nothing. It was just a matter of, listen, I am doing this not for myself, but for our country, for Mm -hmm. our way of being mm-hmm. for our livelihoods. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will. I will murder you if it means that our livelihood will be protected right, right, and our right. way of life, or what we have been doing for all of this time, to maintain order. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what?
0: <laughs> You're absolutely right. And the funny thing about that is, it seems that every woman in the film has been clear-headed. Even homegirl who was killed by Killmonger, she had a clear goal. Now it might have been. Um, the wrong or the villainous thing to do but she had a clear goal every woman in this film seems to have known what they wanted and what was right or wrong for them and they went with it the men however T'Challa is stressed and pained by the sins of his father Killmonger is stressed angry and upset at the sins of his uncle and the shit that he did the life he didn't get to lead. Wakabi is stressed and distraught and blinded by the killer Claw killing his parents, so even him joining Ugh. up with Killmonger seemed like
1: right, right. It's fueled off the fact that all of this time, thirty years, and y'all still haven't been able to deliver shoe, and here this man yes. goes. But see, even in that moment, I feel like he was too trusting because you don't know where he bought, you don't know who this man is, you don't even know the fact that he helped break this dude out. Right, right And right. I don't even think he meant to kill him. Like I don't I, I, I didn't really see that like foresee uh Eric, you know, killing yeah. uh Claude. killing him to bring him back. Like I didn't yeah. I didn't see that happening. It just so happened like yeah I shot him so I guess I'll just bring him here. Yeah. You know, whatever.
0: But I, it, again it was just a lot. Yeah. A like, lot. Why do I have to I Sorry. (laughs) No, you good? Yeah, that it was. It was a lot, and it and again, it just drove home the fact that because even by extension to to Chaka, in death, he still was a frustrated kid. Like it just all in all, all the women in the film were clear minded. They knew what the fuck they wanted. It wasn't an emotional oh but i love this man so such and such no it was the men. the flip side and this it's always this um quote unquote running joke that oh a woman can't lead the country because they're emotional what if they go in their time of the month uh-huh. no this is fiction it's like that was the reverse in everything all the men were fucking stressed out emotionally but the women were like no motherfucker this is how it needs to be so, <laughs> right and- so <laughs> Oh, my God. It's...
1: But I feel like maybe a part of that could be attested to the fact that, uh, well, no, that can't be true because Okoye was uh, was the, the general or commander in the yeah. Queens Guard. Like, she's the head. So, yeah, it's not like she didn't have a, a job or a role.
0: hmm mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about it that way.
0: Yeah, like every woman. Because even, um, and even, and I don't know if this is me reaching, but the older lady who didn't have a lot of lines in the in the court, the royal court, she was pretty much like, No, this nigga ain't Wakanda. But then the homeboy the dude who didn't speak with the disc in his mouth, like mm-hmm. one of the only things he said was, you know, who are you? Like being, I feel, emotional at the response to Killmonger coming in because everybody else was like, No, this is the status quo, this is what it is. And he's like, No, who are you? Like, nigga, nobody asked you to speak up and now you did. <laughs> and now he gets to tell us that he's Wakanda. Now you fucking shit up. Like I feel like the right. women, yeah. right. I did think that was
1: interesting, too. The fact that, you know, um, T'Challa kept, like, dismissing him and would not allow him to say who he was. Mm -hmm. Because at first I was like, but how did he, like, does he know something? Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that other than the fact that, like, yeah, like, this man is just brand new. Like, we ain't never seen him before. But I did think that that was interesting that he did keep, like, kind of cutting him off until the actual grand reveal of Mm -hmm. I am
0: uh, 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 son, from, yeah. you know, son of. See, That's how he knew. but like, T'Challa knew. Um, he, damn it, I'm trying to remember because all the shit run together. But he found out like a scene before about the kid that was left behind. So he, oh my, right. yeah, because him and
1: Zuri was having that conversation, and yes. he was like, "Yeah, um, your father killed." So, yeah, you're right. I yeah. did see that
0: so he okay it was kind of like you know still let's keep this secret to you know to the grave but i was thinking how the fuck are you like i get that you know but you would have did better trying to meet with him privately and maybe killing him or talking him down versus in front of all these people without one preparing them that yeah he is wakanda he is so and so son or at least like t'challa again being emotional i feel like he fucked that up because if it was a woman like surey, I think. The, no, somebody... if it was a
1: woman, he would have got pulled to the so he would have got pulled to a corner real quick. Like, okay, you brought this, you brought this man here, cool. Mm-hmm. Everybody else brought you here, cool. All right, but now we are gonna go step into my office, right, right. We gonna have this conversation, and it's going and it's gonna go a little something like, listen, I don't know what the beef between my dad and your dad is, mm-hmm. but. We ain't have nothing to do with it. We thank you for killing this man who mm-hmm. has clearly done us wrong. Mm-hmm. However, thank you for your services. <laughs> We're going to ask you to please step to this shuttle and we will take you back to wherever you need to go. Right, right, clearly right. Clearly like, you can't it. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: oh my God. They, yeah, a lot of shit was mismanaged because of these emotional ass niggas. That's what it was. Like period. You know. and then women were I left to clean up. I out. can't say it no better than Because <laughs> even after um, Killmonger rose to power, Okoye was like, you know, I can't go anywhere. This is still my king. Like she still, in the midst of all this turmoil, was loyal to what she swore an oath to. Like it wasn't like, oh uh-huh. fuck that nigga, I with like. Well, I'm quitting. It, it, I don't gotta take this. <laughs> it was yeah. Where as I feel like if it had have been. If her and Wakabi had a switch places, and it was an all men guard or whatever, and Killmonger was a woman who rose to power and took over shit, oh, they, like, would, oh, they would have <laughs> laid down <in> this <laughs> spears and walked off. <laughs> like, what They'd what? Be like I got to top this. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, I I just think it's interesting that, especially in a Disney film where mothers are killed or dismissed or invisible, like historically there's been no mothers in these films that these women, these black women have fucking dominated this movie in a way that it feels like black men and is they're a,
1: all at the top of their individual I guess if you want to look at it as they're all at the top of their industry yeah. Shuri is the top tech engineer Yes, you know Okoye is the top you know member of the Queen's Guard Yeah uh uh what's her name
0: uh nakia uh Lupita. yes nakia, nakia is the
1: top spy yes. operative
0: mm-hmm. it, they're
1: all at the top of their of their games and i think that that in its like that in itself speaks Volumes too yeah. Cause it's like These are not just Regular fly by night You know Girl tropes That you could think of mm-hmm. Like nobody is Just you know the, the best friend Or the quirky You know Sidekick Or mm-hmm. you know The sassy Whatever yeah. <laughs> They're all They all contribute Something of positivity And of strength Yes I could talk about this movie forever. <laughs> and it's, and again, I really like
0: could. To your point earlier, the fact that we have conversation about this that isn't just CGI action story, that's it. Like, you're having more nuanced conversations about this film. Like, because we're having this dialogue, and yes, I've discussed it in other shows, but I'm just one part of a larger podcast verse, and then a larger black comic verse, and then a larger... Black community as a whole, like just to imagine the ripple effects of this movie and the conversations that come from it, it's just, it's, it's amazing. <laughs>
1: the major conversation, though, I hope that this movie leads people to have is a look deeper into the. I want to say the miseducation of the African diaspora Mm -hmm. and how Killmonger's anger is real. Mm -hmm. Like you said before, We don't know what part of Africa any of us really come from. Unless Mm -hmm. you want to do the 23andMe and the, you know, ancestor.com and let them keep your DNA so that they could clone you later. Like, (laughs) unless you want to go through all of that and find out. And then even still, I don't even think they tell you exact countries. I think they just will tell you, like, sub-Saharan Africa or... Mm like there is no way for us to legitimately trace our lineage back to a specific village or specific country Mm. in Africa. And I feel like so many Africans don't really understand that as African Americans, the culture that we've created here, whether it be hip hop, whether it be Afropunk, whether Mm. it be, you know, uh, I guess I like subculture and nerd dumb or whatever. Mm -hmm. These are what we had to create for ourselves. It's not like what they get handed down to them generation after generation. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that pivotal moment between T'Challa and and Killmonger Mm -hmm. and that conversation that they had of, you know, left me there, and nobody thought to come help, and mm-hmm. nobody thought to to look out for us. Like that is real. Absolutely, that is legitimately real because we hear that all the time about how people feel about you know the the, the what you call the transatlantic slave trade yeah. and all of that, and how nobody from Africa decided to come get us nobody from over there has thought to welcome us back like Mm -hmm. nothing like Mm -hmm. even if you weren't a part of a country no country in africa has said this is where we want all displaced african-americans to come Mm -hmm. home to like these are real conversations that people need to have and the fact that this movie has allowed us to do so in with such enthusiasm yes i don't think any i mean granted you've had the marcus garvey's the farrakhan's the malcolm x's you've had all of these people who have preached you know the back to africa you've had the dr umars and the tyreek Nasheeds and all of that but none of them have been able to spark a national conversation Mm -hmm. amongst so many different people generations of people just all over and I feel like this is where we can truly begin to, I, I want to say, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? To, to, I guess, to to recommit to yeah. rebuilding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing everything that comes out of this. Like, I read an article where um, Shuri played by, what's her name? Leticia. Leticia Latisha, right? Mm-hmm. I heard that one of the first uh, movies that she saw that inspired her to act was Akilah and the Bee*. Oh yeah, which is okay. yeah, a little a smart little black girl. For whoever whoever was under a rock and didn't see Akilah <laughs> and the B, is a smart black girl who's great at words. Mm-hmm. Goes to a national spelling bee and dominates. A smart black girl. A movie mm-hmm. about a smart black girl from the hood mm-hmm. is what inspired her. To want to act, and now here she is mm-hmm. playing a smart, mm-hmm. brilliant mm-hmm. black girl. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about all of the people that that is going to inspire to right. come
0: mm-hmm.
1: blows my mind.
0: Absolutely, that you took the words out my mouth and name off and name off. And off, and off. <laughs> like you're right, you're right. It's 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 an amazing thing when you can have. Because I'll I'll say this. Hollywood has for the longest of time said that black and women films do not sell. So let me um, undersell Proud Mary. Let me undersell all these other movies that have women and brown people in them. But yet, when it comes to films, a lot of times you put your brown and black and even Asian people in the front, even if they have two minutes worth of screen time, because you know that will sell. You trick us into these seats, but then you have a movie like Black Panther where I don't have to be tricked because I know if Angela Bassett is in a movie, she's in a goddamn movie. If Chadwick Uh Boseman is in a movie, he's in a movie. And to see the level in which these women and these brown and black people have played such pivotal roles in the plot of the movie... Um, and breaking down stereotypes and making things normal, quote-unquote normal, such as Uh a black woman in STEM, a black woman taking care of herself, whooping ass, and still being in a relationship. Like I think that, I don't say they did a disservice, but the fact that Okoye and Wakabi were in relationship and she was still able to be a Dora She was still able to be this strong woman and they had this connection and it wasn't just, oh, she's just some... Uh, woman who's gonna be by herself or she's so masculine or she's so man like you didn't get those conversations because she was still able to interact do her own motherfucking thing and still be in this relationship and it worked on screen she didn't have to sacrifice one thing for the Mm -hmm. other and it's So, again, kudos. Which is
1: what they want women to believe all the time is that they want you to believe that you cannot be, Mm -hmm. you know, a a wife or or a girlfriend or a mother and have your career, too. They constantly want to tell you that you have to pick one or the other, Mm -hmm. that you can't, you know what I mean? And I feel like to see her not have to choose and Mm -hmm. still do both flawlessly Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is amazing. Amazing.
0: Absolutely. Yes just I can't sing the praises of this movie enough and I know I'm gonna run the risk of just sounding like a talking head and everything is positive everything is good I mean there were some flaws here and there but nothing Outs- overshadowed the movie itself. It was a damn good movie, right?
1: Like it was nothing that takes away from the message. It's nothing that takes away from the experience. I mean, granted, I don't know how many times I've heard about or heard people complain about, oh, well, the CGI wasn't all the way, and uh, parts of it looked cartoonish, And I'm just like, but does it matter? Right. Like, was that a pivotal part of the movie? Like, right. did you care? Like, as long as the spaceship didn't look cartoony, yeah. As long as the actual scenes in Wakanda didn't look cartoony. Mm-hmm. I don't care if the two panthers flying around on under the train tracks and all of that <laughs> looked like a cartoon. So what? Any normal right. person under train tracks would have died. So it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> say that let teach these devils. <laughs>
1: like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's funny you say the teach these devils. Can we please talk about <laughs> how the, the Jabari tribe yes. was not here for the, the white CIA agent. That's Can we have a vote?
0: Oh. Go, I'm, I'm Can we have take a, a vote? You take it away because yes. Can yes.
1: we have <laughs> a vote? Yes. Let me tell you. So who was it that when he started speaking and Shorty was like,
0: colonizer. Yes, Shuri. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. When I
1: tell you, I cackled. Yeah. <laughs> cackled. Partially because there was a white person sitting next to my uncle who was sitting next to me. So I, I literally felt the collective face crack when everyone erupted in laughter and all the white folks had to turn around like, damn. Oh, right. Like, that's how you, how you really feel. Like, yes. when I tell you it was a collective Angela Rye <laughs> like... Hilarious, like com- <laughs> and I and I couldn't help but be like, yes, that is exactly what you guys are. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what has happened. Is that there has been nothing else other than the fact that white people have gone around and have colonized just the bar every part of the world, mm-hmm. has stolen stuff from every even when Eric was telling um explaining to the art gallery lady. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. in in describing the artifacts. And so she's like, yeah, so we have this piece from here and this piece from here and mm-hmm. da 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 he was like, oh, well, don't worry about it. I'm going to be taking it off your hands. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, it's not for sale. He was like, uh, how much did your ancestors pay yes. for this when they took it? Yes, Or did yes. they just ran up and steal and took shit that didn't belong to them? So and now why do you think I'm going to pay absolutely.
0: you? Absolutely, yes, yes.
1: Why do you think I'm going to pay you? <laughs> and I know where it's from and what it does and I'm from where it's from and you think what? I'm going to give you money? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, just in 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 seeing how there was no place for white splaining of anything, <laughs> there was no place for you know you trying to bring your outside influence into how we govern things mm-hmm. around here. Mm-hmm. I was here for all of that, and like I said, you can see in the audience because there were a few, you know uh non-persons of color (laughs) sprinkled about and it just felt like a good you know inside joke like they just didn't get it like the hey auntie part they just did not get it and and everything ain't for everybody um i I mean we we were glad you were here you know welcome (laughs) to, to the festivities but it clearly this is not something that you know this is legitimately for us by us, and mm-hmm. i I was here for every moment
0: of it. Absolutely. In all honesty, yes, oh my god, yes. I uh, I don't know. Do you do you have a favorite character of the um of the film overall, or maybe even one or two since it was such a big cast? Um, right.
1: m- my favorite my favorite character in the film was definitely Shuri because. Wow of what she represents her being young her being you know into stem and her playfulness and like how she jokes with her big brothers and just mm-hmm. like you know even a little the quip about uh you know his soundproof shoes and she's <laughs> like oh I call them sneakers like just her her comedic timing and yes. and her attitude and like she came out with a little paw you know the, the, the booster paws yeah. And how she was willing to, like, listen, I, I does this tech stuff, but I'm finna pop you, right, right. you know, from over here. Like, I ain't gonna do no, cute, you know, CQC, but I will hit you, you know, while my girl got you from over here. Like, are right, definitely right. gonna double-team. Yes, yes. So, I, like, she's definitely my favorite. And then to find out that she's, you know, of Caribbean descent, mm-hmm. her being Guyanese, me being Jamaican, hey. you know, it just, she's just my favorite now.
0: Mm-hmm. Good, good, and I'm and I'm thinking with her being a fan favorite, I'm praying, hoping, whatever that Marvel is smart enough to get a Shuri doll, um, Shuri on t-shirts, Shuri on backpacks, Shuri on I don't know action figures, because they have a they do a horrible job with pushing women in these films. Because um, I think with the Avengers, I want to say when the Avengers movies were coming out, you could get a book bag with the Hulk. With Thor, with Iron Man, but you wouldn't get Black Widow, and you can't use the excuse that oh she's just you know overly sexual because you could zip up that cat suit and put her in an action pose and nobody's thinking sex. But you know Thor's arms is out, Hulk ain't got no shirt on, you ain't thinking sex with them, so why can't you throw her on the backpack? But I feel like with uh-huh. the, <laughs> I feel like there's no excuse with Shuri or Nakia or Queen Mother or oh, like it's there's no excuse because these women are all fucking fighters and warriors and they they Oh no, really there depends. better be a
1: Okoye uh 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 action figure.
0: Something. Like they better be. Look,
1: look. There I'll... better be.
0: <laughs> cuz I need something I Like, need
1: legit cuz so. cuz Mattel or whoever the big toy company is now cuz I don't uh, even really know if kids right. even play with toys anymore right, no right. but somebody <laughs> needs to do it. Mm-hmm. wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. and um, and they need to do it fast, because you're absolutely right, because even with, you know, for the long, even outside of superheroes, there's not too many black people or black, uh, um, there's really not that much black merch for little black girls.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: Like, there's not too much. Like you said, in anything, like there's nobody in in STEM that you can really look up to or or idolize or collectible or Mm -hmm. anything of the sort. I mean, the biggest break that I heard of was what? When they came out with Doc McStuffins and then all of a sudden every little girl, you know, wanted a Doc McStuffins birthday party or something of the Mm -hmm, sort. So mm -hmm. before that, it was.
0: I don't know. I can't call it.
1: Right. I don't even know anything from like our generation because even with like Rugrats, there was no Susie toys so or I
0: think there the wasn't American no Susie shirts. But even her, she was like a runaway no, slave.
1: But, right, the American, and I used to love American Girl when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Addie's story was she was a slave. Mm-hmm, Everybody mm-hmm. else and. What's sad is that everybody else dolls came with stuff—a book bag, yeah. a horse, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a bike or something. I think hers <laughs> was like a, a knapsack or like a, a oh, like man. a little. It was something horrible. Never, it, was, it was it was something so tragic. I was uh, like, they shouldn't have did this little black baby like this.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my god, um, yeah. But all in all, bomb ass movie, documentary, even hell, it, it was just. A good ass fucking film. Yeah. <laughs> you no, I'm really push?
1: looking up what Addie came with because uh-huh. I'm I'm concerned because I know it was something bad. <laughs> I know it was something it was something really stupid that her dog came with. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can't find it because everybody's selling their old ones.
0: <laughs> that, oh yeah,
1: you know, it was I a remember. it was a bonnet and a and a knapsack.
0: A bonnet
1: and a knapsack. Yes, it was a bottle in a knapsack that her dog came with. Oh,
0: Jesus or Christ. you could
1: buy the, the little makeshift table, the wicker table and chair set. That was her housing set. Oh yeah, God, they that. did Addie so wrong. Oh her God. outfits is, was whack.
0: That is horrible. That A slave, no doubt. This is... Again, this is why that representation is, matters. Elle.
1: And that is why this movie... Because it's like, if we're not wow. slaves, we are hood niggas if we not hood niggas we're hoes if we're not hoes we're sidekicks or best friends or Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know we or sassy secretaries or we have never because even with you know this the shows of the 90s there was nobody who had a a position of power at their job and martin Mm -hmm. martin was a jock you know, a, a DJ for how long mm-hmm. before he got his TV show? Right, right, right. Everybody else worked regular ass jobs. Mm-hmm. Same thing with living single outside of, well, no, living single might be not Khadijah. a good, cause Khadijah yeah. had her magazine. Maxine was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think regime was, was what? Like something for a, book you know, she was like a fashion buyer. Mm-hmm. And, um, Sinclair, what the hell did Sinclair I, do? I,
0: she existed uh, no, she Overton was Flavor. a at man and yeah.
1: um, Kyle worked in finance
0: yeah. so what the hell did she worked clarity? for Flavor but I can't remember if through the entire series if she worked there like from the whole series but I know when it first started she worked as a receptionist at Flavor magazine
1: okay yeah so then that might not count but but even with like girlfriends with, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Joan had to wait how long to become partner 12 like seasons. Tony <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad you had
0: No, I mean I'm sure though, but yeah, it took a no, long no, but, time. You know, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like representation definitely matters, and it's so hard for—I don't know why it's so hard for people to realize that. Because even when I said in um, my my ABC corner live, like Fenty Beauty drops. All the dark sh- shades were the first to go. Mm-hmm. This is what people want. We want to be represented. We want mm-hmm. to see ourselves in every industry. We are consumers of just about everything. Right, right. Why can we not see what we want or mm-hmm. see what looks what we can resonate with? Mm-hmm. There's going to be there's money to be made. Put it mm-hmm. out there. Take mm-hmm. the risk, so to speak.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, which is so strange, again, defaulting back to the 90s, where you had Jason's Lyric, and you had School Days, though that was 80s, you had School Days, and then you had Living Single, you had Mark, you had all these properties that proved that black people were consumers, that we wanted to see ourselves, and f- somewhere along the line, it dropped off, and it was like, oh, well, this isn't gonna sell. Where were you in the 90s? This shit sold, what? What happened between is- 1997 and 2003 that you just thought black movies ain't gonna sell? What? Right, because whatever happened to, like, I remember back in the day, like, there was, like, that, that little pocket
1: of TV where it was yes. all the black shows. Yes, yes. I mean, granted, it was one night a week, but <laughs> I bet you
0: that one night the yes. ratings
1: were through the roof.
0: That's why, and this is before DVR, this is before, like, this is before. Yes. No,
1: yeah, this is before
0: TiVo. Mm -hmm. This was before this was when you had to watch the you
1: had to watch the uh channel guide on a specific channel on the TV. (laughs) And if you blink too much and you You missed it it. you had to watch
0: it all over again. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Back in the day. I that's I don't that's why it pains me that Black Panther had to be this epic. Like it's a good movie. I love it. It's great. I'm going to see it again. But the fact that it had to be this great to prove to the powers that be that this could work. What
1: do you mean? But the thing about it is, is like, how many times is that going to happen? We saw it happen with Get Out. We saw it happen with Girls Trip. We've seen it happen with, you know, certain. Comedy specials or, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. shows that they have to revive and put on, you know, online networks or whatever. Mm-hmm, We've mm-hmm. seen it time and time again. Again, we saw it in the, you know, um, makeup industry with Fenty Beauty. Yep. Like the fact that now every other makeup brand has just miraculously mm-hmm. decided to want to expand their palettes and mm-hmm, shades mm-hmm. all because Rihanna said, this mm-hmm. is what I want to do for my, my girls.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, where, where, where was Maybelline all this other time? Where Absolutely. was, you know, CoverGirl all these other times? Like mm-hmm. y'all gave queen Latifah, the queen collection. Y'all gave Iman her collection. You mm-hmm. had black radiance, but y'all didn't have it everywhere. Right. Like, Whatever, like, why all of this separateness? Like, why can't we be included with everyone else? Like, why can't we just, like, it's almost like people get angry that Black Panther has already been woven into the Avengers, you know, storyline mm-hmm. and everything. It's almost like they wanted it to be a standalone. Like, they don't even want to count it mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a Marvel movie. They're just, they want to separate it so mm-hmm. bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: I'm really glad and I'm really looking forward to seeing what is going to happen and yeah. how big of a part Black Panther is going to play in Infinity Wars, because yeah. I feel like that is gonna be the the solidifying factor.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like
1: that's gonna be the final. Like this is what it is. This is gonna be the standard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is what it is. Because even with you know Luke Cage and everything, like those weren't those didn't make it to TV. Like mm-hmm. all of the others, like you right. gotta be a part of Netflix to see that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like why do you have to be a so I have to have a whole separate subscription yeah greater we all do but for the people who may or may not can't afford it so yeah. that means they don't get to enjoy right. they don't get to see it you know what mm-hmm. i mean and i, I
0: it's,
1: it's it's a lot it's a lot
0: <laughs> yeah no i feel you every point that you've made is just you like you're reading my mind uh the thing that i like the most though about this film because it took a long time and I've said before, I'm glad it did in the sense that the CGI and the graphics are better now than they were in 2008. So I'm glad it was made now. But I'm also glad because the Marvel Universe has been established. Um, there's been three phases so far. I think this is the beginning or Avengers Infinity War, I think, is the end of phase three or the beginning of phase four. Whatever the phases are, Robert Downey Jr., um, Chris Hemsworth, um, what's Black Widow? Um, uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson, her, yeah, and damn, whoever else, but the top four, like Avengers, have been doing this uh, for what 10 is it? Years. Mark, Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. Ruffalo, they've done this for so long, their contracts are either up or they're not trying to play these characters forever. Which for me says T'Challa is new, Wakanda is new. We have a good 10 years of them where we can be guaranteed to see these brown faces, these black faces in the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward. Like, we don't have to, well, T'Challa, you're great, but Robert Downey Jr. is gonna be here for another 12 years, so you gotta also co-star with them. We don't have to default to the, just plainly said, the white folks that came before. We know that going forward Black Panther and Wakanda is going to be integral to this rest of the Marvel Universe. Like, you can't It would be foolish for them not to include black panther dora uh even killmonger even villains from wakanda into the marvel universe it just it wouldn't make sense so i'm it took a long time but i'm glad we came at the point in which we did especially after you've merged fox with disney so you're getting the mutants into the uh marvel cinematic universe so for everybody who are fans of uh Black Panther and Storm, maybe we'll get that. For those of us who aren't, you know, whatever. You
1: know, I did read something about that, that apparently Black Panther and Storm were married at some yes. point.
0: Yes, and Eric Jerome Dickey wrote a uh wrote that series, I believe. And yeah, really? The, mm-hmm. the, the the romance
1: yes. novelist? Yes. I used
0: that, to love his books back Black in the day. B- yes, yes, he did. And it it didn't okay. work out, but you know, it happened. And um I haven't always been there for it, but I think that it made sense. I just hate that there is a larger editor at play to say, okay, this is only going to work for so long. Like black love just ain't going, ain't going to last for too long, but you know, it is what it is, but we might get that. And that would be amazing. You know, I'm sure they'll do it justice. But we might not and even if we don't just the idea that these two characters who have such a rich history may interact in some form in the film that's great even if they don't fall in love if it's just hey black girl from egypt and it's hey black boy from wakanda like that's cool but to see all this (laughs) blackness yeah it's I mean, I feel like it, there's, you You
1: can do no, this movie legitimately can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. It's something for everybody on every, you know, across the board. Mm-hmm. And it's literally one of those, like, I'm glad I got to experience it
0: mm-hmm.
1: when mm-hmm. and how I did. hmm and I look forward to doing it again and again and again in every and anything that is going to be Black Panther and Wakanda adjacent from here on out, as Absolutely. far as the MCU is, is concerned.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm with you there. Like again, kudos to Ryan, to to Marvel. To oh my God. Randy. And
1: for him to be so young. Oh my goodness. 30. I just, that nigga is thirty. I will be thirty in two months and I'm looking back at my life and my family. Like how did y'all fail me? How have I not found my pet my calling and why am I not amazing? Like it's all your guys' fault. Like y'all didn't yeah. sign me up for enough classes. I didn't get enough le- I didn't get to tinker with stuff. Like I didn't nobody bought me uh, you know, a, a video camera for Christmas one year, so I could know. Somebody yeah. has failed me miserably.
0: Look, look, we in the same boat because I'm like, God oh, damn, I should make a movie. Yeah, I sort of make a movie between, for the it."
1: Between Fruitville Station, Creed, yes. and then now this, mm-hmm. he's another one with his mm-hmm. IMDb is popping.
0: Three for three, he is not, he's a force to be reckoned with. Like, And I hope this gives him more movies and not just the black movie. Let me see him do a Fantastic Four. I think he would be amazing. Do a X Men movie. Do I mean? I'm just speaking about comics, but of course, branching out from that, other films. But just don't reg, don't relegate him to just the black film. If why you not? This, hmm? But why not the Spike Lees, the
1: the gonna... uh, John Singleton's, the the uh, uh, uh um Ava DuVernays? Mm-hmm. Like they all specialize in black. film. Why mm-hmm. not? I'm why saying... can't we have I'm... him? Do but do all the genres. Let mm. him do a black mystery. Let him mm-hmm. do a black action. Well, this is action, but a, a live action. Let him do a black thriller. Let mm-hmm. him do a black horror. Let him do a black rom rom com. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I want him to do every black movie across every genre, across everything. They don't deserve him. Oh,
0: there you go. You don't, <laughs> they don't you deserve don't. him. He, <laughs> okay. They don't deserve him You're right. You're right. They do. <laughs> they don't so we gonna go with that yeah now they don't deserve y'all don't deserve them, niggas wiggas no <laughs> but okay, let okay. okay. let's yeah. keep that <laughs> that'll work that'll work uh, let shit, him yeah. tell
1: the stories that we need told and that's it like they got enough you know spin tactics and people who do all of them let them keep they Weinsteins and whoever else
0: is oh, they can have that yeah, gotta, <laughs> yeah give them their roses while they're here so yeah pretend Protect Ryan at all costs. That's the new campaign. <laughs> Shit. Right, right, uh,
1: right, <laughs> right, right, right.
0: Add him right on in there with everybody else. <laughs> uh-huh, god damn it. Oh, okay, okay. So um, do you have any final thoughts about the film or something you want to get off your chest or anything pertaining to Black Panther um, or anything?
1: The only thing I want to get off my chest <laughs> is for the overzealous hoteps that feel like (laughs) all of us who are in celebration of black panther are doing too much Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i feel like for the sake of you know even though i say petty doesn't pay (laughs) for the sake of being petty we need to do at least 10 more To really piss them off, because I just don't understand. Like I'm tired of the Facebook posts about, oh y'all know Wakanda ain't real, and where was y'all for birth of a nation, Mm -hmm. and where what? Listen, it ain't about that right now. Right. Like for all of the people who want to be contrarians and want to ask about stuff that you know Black Panther didn't develop,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I challenge you to think about all the things that it did. And that's what I I hope that everyone can can see and come away with. For every gripe that they may or may not have with this movie, is let us let us build a strong foundation with this movie, on which we can build for the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, come through, Professor T. Marie, uh, it's <laughs> shit, and all of you out there who've listened to this lesson and and enjoyed what has been said. Make sure you leave a comment in the SoundCloud. Um make sure you tweet carefree blurred use the hashtag RTWPod Let folks know how you feel about this lesson. How did you feel about the movie? What's going on in your head? Because again, this is the movie that has sparked conversation past green screen and action. This has been a continual conversation. So thank you all for joining in. Um, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay wakandan forever and class. For <laughs> Class is dismissed.